0: a will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. I am happy and excited to have Martina Drassel on the show today. Martina was born in 1975 and grew up in South Tyrol, a border province in the north of Italy close to Switzerland and Austria. She speaks German, Italian, English, and Spanish. I am so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) After many years of work experience as a hotel receptionist and youth coordinator, she moved to the Peruvian Andes where she coordinated a nonprofit organization for sustainable development and cooperation. In 2009, Martina's healing journey with the Amazonian master plants began. She worked for extensive time periods as a facilitator in the retreat center Rao in Iquitos, Peru. She studied somatic experiencing trauma release in Los Angeles and Burlingame, California to become a somatic experiencing practitioner. She defo- divides her time between South Tyrol, Italy, Peru, U.S., and Canada. Welcome to the program, Martina. Thank you so much yes. for having me. It's so it's so nice to have you. So you and um, Dr. Tofer are friends, and you do some work together. So this is really great because he just last week or possibly the week before is when we um, Will be airing his his interviews, so this comes comes along at a, a really great time in our, our little series on on plant medicine.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um, tell us a little bit how you began your spiritual path.
1: Yeah, so I I was in the Andes uh, working with as with the social project, and I was um, not uh, doing really well in my life and. Um, i had um many struggles and um depression before eating disorder i couldn't sleep and i just really felt really overwhelmed in my life and mm-hmm. i tried many things before i have been on antidepressants for 5 years or 6 years and therapy but it it was sometimes some relief but could never help really and then i i i could uh, go I had the opportunity with a really dear friend of mine and mentor. She's Peruvian, uh, Peruvian nurse, uh, Chavo. Uh, she actually introduced me to uh, the master plant ayahuasca, which is really beautiful for me to be introduced by a Peruvian friend. Right. And that's how it started. And, um, and I it started my journey and I realized... There were were a lot of layers (laughs) to discover, and so I I had uh, the really great opportunity to heal more profoundly with master plants, not only ayahuasca, but in combination with so many master plants from the jungle Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: are the real, like they are really helpful healers spiritual healers
0: right medicinal yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. them so did you were you familiar with these master plants before since you're you're from peru correct
1: no yeah. no i i um, i i i was oh, i'm sorry italy yeah italy but i yeah. was familiar like because uh i heard about it but i didn't know what it was and right. i didn't know that there were a lot of Master plans,
0: right, right,
1: and that's what I discovered on the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: tell us a little bit about your first ayahuasca experience, and I know your brother. Your brother was involved on this journey, also, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was uh, later because I did my first experience uh, together with my Peruvian friend, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I had like two two ceremonies, and the first ceremony. It felt so familiar, like something uh, I I could connect with, something that was so familiar to me. And that was a really nice feeling. Like uh, when I had this feeling like, oh, this is uh, something I was looking for for so long time. And it's like a feeling that many people can describe later when they had their first ceremonies. Uh, sometimes it's like... Um, this um, motherly feeling of the spirit that, um, that is um, so loving that I could really connect to. And, and it was very beautiful and I asked for help and I, I didn't know much uh, internally about this, but I, I just could hear um, messages coming up. Insights and I will re- and I thought like, oh, I'm having a conversation right. and, and I realized that was uh, modern ayahuasca speaking to me interesting,
0: so it was it like downloads?
1: yeah, it was yeah. kind of a real conversation, yeah, like downloads and uh-huh. yeah and
0: I know that you work with the Shapibo tradition, mm-hmm. yeah. so can you tell us I think it's unique in the sense that it is very much treatment based individually treatment based um, a lot of individual attention, so can you tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah, so I learned with uh, the Shipivo tradition and I trained also under my maestro ricardo and um, so I could really learn how it is to take care of um, of um, of a uh, we call them pasajero like uh, client in the the ceremony right so uh, it treatment based means that we uh, we really uh, it's really the focus on the intention of the of the person who is drinking ayahuasca so everybody should have an intention when it comes to the healing and see okay this is this are my blocks this is this is what where I feel I cannot move forward in my life. These are my feelings. This is like my fear. And so that's where there is a, a point where we can kind of connect to. And then um, the songs are really important in the Shipibo mm-hmm. tradition, uh, the Ikaros, uh, songs that have been learned through really long term extent diets uh, with master plants so the, the the songs come really from the plant energy and and the shaman channels this plant energy uh in the song uh and then uh, with that song the energies are being moved away so what has what is being being represented before the shaman like the the person that sits in front of the shaman um there is one thing is the intention where there can be like, this is the starting point where then things are moving, but then uh, layers are coming off. And then we, there are visions and visual visions or intuitions. And the shaman is then moving off these layers and cleaning them. It's all about cleaning in the Shipibo tradition. Yes. They're like, okay, is there something that is blocking you? We clean it.
0: Right. Because I know, um, there's for most, there's some purging in the beginning, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, vomiting or shaking or crying, or there's a lot of different ways. Um, did you experience that?
1: Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Right. It It is. Uh, there are so many different ways where like, yeah, uh, this cleansing process is happening, and there can be also even tears. only yawning is even a clean yes. you know like when the air is coming out, a sweating uh, is possible, and uh, also uh, blowing the nose and there are like so many different ways, mm-hmm. that the body can release these energies
0: right. I know when I had my experience i the yawning was really like why yeah. am I yawning so much, but there's a lot of kind of um uncomfortable
1: yes <laughs> also
0: it's so yeah so so you know it's it's interesting because I'm sure listeners listening to this want to want to believe this so badly and want to try to understand it, but it's almost something that you really that you really have to experience, so were you surprised? I mean, you must have been a little bit hesitant when you went in and i'm sure nervous
1: yeah so the first time i wasn't actually because i didn't really know what i was doing (laughs) sometimes (laughs) that's the (laughs) best way (laughs) i was like okay i trust my friend and i you know there was no discussion about dosage or something right right um and uh and the second time i was more nervous and that was also when i faced more my own darkness right and at the time i didn't have the still tool so many tools and knowledge how to how to face them so uh so yeah it is something that uh that you have to experience i think to more get more an idea of it but also um you can get curious because I was curious I felt like this is what I have to do right like there is a saying in in, in Peru that says like La ayahuasca te llama in Spanish like the ayahuasca calls you so if you feel that and that's kind of then where you feel okay I want to try it because we never know every experience is different yes with ayahuasca yes. still like after 10 years for me, it's like every time different. Yeah.
0: yeah. And,
1: um, and then also I think uh, for the listener, it's great when you, uh, when you inform yourself first, you know, and get a lot of information and also guidance on how to, how to um, uh, have uh, maybe a few skills that you can bring into the ceremony mm-hmm. and how you can guide that. And of course, when we work in the, in the center, there is always like, first of all, we give always an experience, uh, uh, like um, and, um, information about right. the experience. But then once the person had the experience, you can even go deeper and then they, ex- ex- um, they, they know more about what it is. So right. they, they are more receptive about the tools
0: could you could you share with us unless it's too personal a little bit about what you did experience and possibly you mentioned it's nice to have in the beginning you didn't have the tools and things Mm -hmm. it were the tools or that that the learning part of it did that happen um in the ceremony also that you learned you learned how to kind of deal deal with that darkness or can you just yeah. Tell us that. Yeah.
1: That. So I was in the whole healing process over the years as I was then um, working uh, as a facilitator and translator in uh, in, in the center Niveral, mm-hmm. which was also co-owned by my sister-in-law and Svita. And because I brought my brother then to to the to the healing of ayahuasca, so right, it's really beautiful that we could do that together and we spent a lot of time together there while we were dieting so we were kind of exploring uh getting i got a lot of um um tools or kind of information when we talked to each other like with my brother with my sister-in-law with joe with with my with my with ricardo so yes that's when i realized oh now i understand more it's like a whole world that you can understand how to how to navigate? Because actually, we learned also to have, um, like, to have like the the empowerment to say, like, okay, I encounter my traumas because that's what I was dealing with. Like, I I was really coming to the point where everything was coming on the surface. Like, the memory holds all the every experiences, and that's what was happening with ayahuasca where that when you drink, then the experiences or like the energies of the experience are coming under the surface. Right. And then also with the help with the master plan and the songs, and also myself, like doing uh saying like I would like to release that and and like all these different kind of tools that you can learn, that was possible then to 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 encounter. But it was it's it's kind of a working um, a working process, and after a lot of time, that um, especially with my sister-in-law, we were kind of talking a lot also about our dreams while we were in this process with the master plant diet, where you don't eat salt and um, just uh, no sugar, no no oil, and basically it was only a few lentils, plantain, fish, really plain. And so you really go into the essence of uh, of of your your being, also because you don't have any distractions.
0: You're so clean, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. mm
1: -hmm. So and that's the possibility of the it's the healing that happens. Right, right.
0: When I had my experience they ask that we have a very clean diet before we come yeah and then when we're there of course it was seven days we it was a very very clean clean cleaner than i would have liked <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. um, but it was it was really great actually my question is that you though offer a plant diet there at the retreat correct a week or so before you even do a ceremony to really clean, clean yourself out. Is that,
1: is that right? Yeah. So that is, uh, that was like an an optional, um, an optional thing because in the retreat center in Niverau, you will have a purgative when you arrive. So that's a purgative that cleanses your stomach from sugar or alcohol or like really it's like. It cleanses your body and prepares you for receiving the the medicine.
0: Right, right.
1: So we always said like it can be optional, but what Ricardo is really, uh, uh, really um, interested in is after the experience to soften in the world, you know, like we have all after the diet, like yeah, imagine you two after a week that you are not eating tasteful food. You yes. want out and go in there. So so that is actually where we are saying then when we have the retreats there, like ease in easily. Don't eat uh drink a beer right on top of, right. of it. Or 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 really French fries and and so yeah that makes but sense. that's all like about you know the guidance and, and right. where you are like so like, let's
0: talk about this invisible world and the mystical the mystical side of it Mm -hmm. can you just explain that a little bit with us and not as a facilitator but more in the sense of when you had your first few experiences
1: yeah so uh it is um it is how to explain so the visions that you encounter in that experience, like they can be in so many different ways. Like they can be visual, really visual, intense, but also when you have an insight, when you have like a communication, when you have like a feeling, when you have memories, that is all what is a vision. So this is all where like there's something coming up. And, then this mystical world is just like this feeling the presence there is something present and 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 that is a really beautiful feeling
0: yes
1: and and then I could also feel oh wow this presence is in me and this presence uh takes care of me and wants wants to help me and um and then, in this like world with the master plants, I never thought that um, that I could kind of receive melodies from spirits, but it is it is possible yes. it happens and happened, and that is very mystical and very, very beautiful and everybody has it, our own personal mystical experience because i think for me that's like so much it's about the relationship to the spirit Mm -hmm. and and that's how you also reach out to the spirit yeah and if you're like open and 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 it's not always easy to get the messages from the spirit but this is how you can improve and move forward and grow and learn and heal and 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 this is just like a really really um great endless world (laughs) Uh, but also I feel it always exists so it always exists right now too we have that but with ayahuasca we have that possibility to tap into it
0: right other dimensions
1: exactly and to have that connection Yes, and that is what also so many people experience or, or talk about I feel connection and I feel connected. And that is, I think the most powerful thing that you can reach in a mystical experience is Mm -hmm. like connection to yourself and connection to others, connection to spirit connection, to see like, okay, we are all connected.
0: Yes. To the universe, we're all that universal one.
1: Exactly. This oneness. And, and, um, And for many people, it's it's difficult to to tap into that, but but there is always like a a personal path with Mm -hmm. ayahuasca. (laughs) Yes, I've always well, I've been
0: told that Mother Ayahuasca or grandmother, whichever you call her, um, gives you what
1: you need. Exactly, not always what you want. Yes, (laughs) yes, (laughs) not not always what you want.
0: Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about your healing so Mm -hmm. can you tell us how did you feel after the first few sessions and I'm just I've been to one retreat and as wonderful as it was I would be I'd give it a lot of well I'm supposed to go with you in July but I don't think that's going to happen (laughs) but you know it would it would take some it it took a little bit of courage to decide i was going again because it's it's a very it's as beautiful it is it's very difficult it is so what was it with your what happened that that made you want to dig deeper and keep going back and even with some of the difficulty of of Mm -hmm. the journey
1: because i it was just getting better Mm. i felt like there was more and even if it was difficult i just really felt i the other thing is the worst option like the suffering all the time so that that's what what it was so yes. and also in the beginning i didn't know you know how right difficult but then uh, at the beginning like you said like when the first after the first experiences i thought okay this is great. I'm done. Like, thank you. I'm healed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back to Italy. <laughs> I did. And I was like, la, la, la. I found this cool thing. And I did it three times and check. <laughs> so true. And I said so to true. my brother, You can do it. And then, when he, actually, when he was doing more and more and longer, I felt like, hmm, I wonder, maybe I need to to go there too so and that's when I started and when I noticed oh there is something really shifting in my body in my sensation in my like how my uh, how I how I felt in life like in my presence and in with my emotions and and then of course it was always there was always a lot of layer a lot of opportunity to heal and that and I um, and I got really motivated by it.
0: Wow, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. And I felt like I just, that was when I really had this feeling. I want to ha- feel home within myself.
0: Yes. So when I
1: had this feeling with the spirit, with uh, with Ayahuasca, oh, that's familiar. It feels like home. But I want to have that feeling no matter what for myself. Right.
0: It's kind of like I want to be the best person I can be, you know, yeah. and and feel. I know one of my intentions was I just want to feel pure joy again.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And having that w- with you, and that kind of with that, you can encounter the life, you know. Yes. I I had one uh, one experience with ayahuasca during my uh, going through my healing, and um, I was kind of. Uh, this is not what I wanted and how I'm now in the jungle, like, okay, I just wanted to heal. And then, you know, I had totally other plans for myself and now I'm in this jungle here and all the time and I'm working and it's great. But, and then I was like kind of having this discussion with Ayahuasca, like saying, yeah, thank you. But can we now fix it? Like I wanted?" Right, Right. Right. Ayahuasca just said to me, there was a butterfly flying. I saw a butterfly flying, coming into my heart, and then I heard, "Open your heart for your own life." And that was so powerful for me. Wow. And I was like, "Wow, that's actually really true." And then, then the butterfly like the thing, and then I, I felt like my heart opening, and then I really could feel, "Wow, what I have and this like opportunity to heal and." And to learn so much, and right. to do that with my family and my friends there, it's like so, so great. So that that was a really shifting point for me, also yeah. in my healing. Mm-hmm.
0: So much gratitude. It sounds like that you had, yeah. like you were in love with the world again.
1: Yes, yes. yes. And yeah. then slowly, you you get in, you become uh you get you are falling falling in love with life or with yourself, you know, yeah. because that is actually what what is all about in healing that you reach the, a point where you can love yourself. So that is not very easy and right. also not very um talked about in society, but actually that's something that happens. As a consequence, as a result mm-hmm. of can happen of 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 a healing journey, right. whatever healing journey that is.
0: Right. Wow. Yeah. Really magical. So, yeah. if people come and they don't, we we really won't talk about contraindications today because there definitely are quite a few. And Doctor Tifer yeah. and Doctor Rachel Harris talked about those. But um, yeah. if people come and then do some, just not they're just not ready for Mother Ayahuasca and nothing nothing really yeah. happens? Yeah.
1: We had that a lot. Yeah. Did As you the encourage experience.
0: them to come back again or what?
1: This is also a very personal um, yes, uh, experience with ma- many other things like nothing happens. Oh, Mother Ayahuasca doesn't like me. and And I mean, we know also energetically, sometimes we have a lot of energies in our body that are really strong you know, from experiences, from trauma. And sometimes those don't let the effect open. Right. So, so we, we explain that too, you know, like Ricardo would always say when people say that they feel sick, just I feel sick, but I get nothing out of it. And he said like, it's not the ayahuasca. these are your problems (laughs) right
0: right so
1: and it's about that to release so we had experiences of people had like were there like for maybe two weeks and nothing happened and we were like cleaning 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 and then maybe in the last night it opens right they had a really powerful ceremony but we had also an experience and that was a really good friend of mine that she was there for two months and nothing happened and it was really frustrating but then she went home and then all of a sudden her life opened up. So what also we have to think is that there are many ways that this medicine works. Yes. It's like so magical and we, it's, it's a different wisdom that is there. And sometimes people, that, that can happen. And then sometimes what you said, just people, maybe it was not the right time. Right. but maybe in two years they want to try again so so and then maybe it was actually that ayahuasca protected them because they were not ready to ha- had the capacity to to do that journey so it's very there are so many stories and it's so personal it's like what i really believe this uh, relationship with the spirit is so personal mm-hmm. and every healing journey is so personal like it's not That I had like oh, this trauma. Then I cleaned that and then did like (laughs) you know like healing is 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 not it starts not from here and then it finishes here. It's not a a line that you walk. uh, There's so many layers. It's more like a a, a, um, peeling up and I yeah yeah or a mandala you know where you like Mm -hmm. try to come to the flower uh, in in the middle. But then sometimes it throws you back because you have to look into something really deeper and that you haven't been ready to see before. Uh, but it, there is—it's so—it's such a personal uh, journey, and yes. I think that that is important to 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 know. And mm-hmm. you
0: just have to trust. Trust, trust the journey. And I know when I, probably almost everyone feels this way when they first go and it's like, I'm going to be like the 0.01% that nothing happens to me. Oh, really? <laughs> but of course I had some pretty amazing, amazing yeah. experiences. So I, I know that you talk about the Shipibo tribe and how they, just to talk a little bit about their civilization and about children, and I know, like when a ch- child is upset or or they have something that scares them, that they they handle it much differently than we do here in the United States. And that just touched me when I heard you talk about that in an interview. Can you can you share that with us?
1: Yeah. So Ricardo, my maestro, he uh, he brings his family into the ceremony. Since since they were like babies. Oh my so god they are so used to the ceremony like they love it and actually all the all the that people that are there they also love how he does that because right. it's like one thing that I really like about the shipibo tradition is that community um feeling and the healing in community. Right. Because a ceremony is we are in this all together, everybody experienced something different but it is a community and you are um, taken care of like you have a personal treatment very dedicated to you and that's what he does with his family and they don't drink of course when they are children but he cleans them he cleans he, he he's always like um, cleaning their 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 sleep their dreams and sometimes uh, when they have when they have a fight between each other you know that his children or they have been like scared or something or they have been angry then that he brings them into ceremony they go to sleep and he and he sings for them
0: it's through song he through cleanses song. them yeah. yes
1: he cleanses to song yeah. yeah in the end is i have the experience that the people are also when there is a child that got scared and and cries a lot and they have this um um they They have this method with an egg that they rub an egg on. There's a whole ritual, but they rub an egg on the body that sucks out the energy of the scare. And then they crack it into the water and then they make a diagnosis around what was not right. Yes. But they do it it very commonly and very openly. That's That's their culture. And, that's uh, what's so
0: beautiful about those cultures is that these children are being given such a gift to grow up, you know, in that kind of mystical, mm-hmm. spiritual realm. I remember Joe, Dr. Taffer, talking about, you know, he grew up in Colombia, and that's just kind of the way people live there, you know? It's kind of ingrained in into the culture, and I'm sure with peru too so
1: so it's that's what it is it's like very there's no big deal it's like very you do it like naturally right it's like naturally and therefore also i like that they're taking care of their sleep of children like like hukata would sing to their sleep and to their dream and 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 because that when they get scared they call it susto which is like you get scared that the soul leaves you so that they bring you back. It's like a soul loss. So they bring back the soul into your body. Right. Interesting. So you're not
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember when my kids were little and they couldn't sleep. I would tell them that the sleep angel was there. Oh, nice. The morning <laughs> the morning they would, you know, like Western. So they'd get something, but it'd be like a little crystal or, you know, yeah. just something for their good night's sleep. But yeah. Um, So let's talk about a little bit about the importance of the healer, Ricardo. So he is a shaman Mm -hmm. and I know that that relationship is, is really vital. And so can you tell us a little bit about the sort of relationship with the shaman?
1: yeah so the shaman in the Shipio tradition is is very um important because he leads the ceremony right he he drinks the ayahuasca and he know he learned the training is really long and it's really hard because of you have these long diets that you cannot uh yeah eat and do much right but but that's when you learn from the plants and they teach you how how the shaman Uh, can handle the energies so because uh, Ricardo he has to take care of the Maloka, which is the the place where the where the healing uh, the ceremony takes place so he will always like um, open the ceremony with a song prepare himself clean himself center himself and then also always check in energetically to all Other people, how they're doing, cleaning the space, that everybody's safe, like energetically. So it's very important that the shaman knows how to handle energies, and um, and and also then give the song and to 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 help as much as he can in that moment to to clean what is um, yeah is actually what presents there, right? Like he says. We claim what we see.
0: Because. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes they'll see, see it in color or in, you know, yeah, in different images. ways. See the trauma, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. of, of a person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Wow.
0: Yeah. So, how does this work hand in hand as being a somatic healer? Yeah. How does that interweave with the ayahuasca experience?
1: Yeah. So, I, um, I think four years ago, I started the training and that was another cornerstone of my personal healing and like, oh, I understand now <laughs> what's happening in my body. Right. Like it kind of t- came this new awareness about what my nervous system is doing and how my nervous system is reacting on different things. So it was kind of very, very, I'm so grateful for that. Um that uh, training and and then I realized oh this is something that could be really beneficial in combination with the um, ayahuasca treatment because we bring the body into the whole experience because sometimes you know when you drink ayahuasca with effects you can also be um not so connected to your body right 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 so um so I learned uh, different tools, how you can feel um, safe and how it, how you can feel, um, how you can kind of have containment or what. So, I mean, all the different tools that, that I learned from the uh, somatic experiencing, I actually uh, bring them into the group retreats because then I, I also give some... Um, uh, some lessons, no, so know, like, uh, <laughs> right, like a class, like a class where they can kind of really experience how that feels and even use that in the ceremony. Like uh, when somebody feels overwhelmed and then needs to feel the ground or to touch, like there are like different tools where you can kind of hold and contain yourself. So that's one thing. And then afterwards, it's very useful to, or even before, because I, I also work a lot in integration, like with people who had ayahuasca experiences. So we, and there's a lot of story sometimes to integrate. Right. You know, from one ceremony, so much happens. So what I am then really uh, interested in that work is kind of to, to connect that with the body experience and kind of let that integrate in the body with different different tools that um that that you learn in the in the training because the training is that it is a body approached uh technique so it is not that you go away from the story but you kind of um don't put so much Mm, attention to the story, Mm -hmm. but more what the story did in your body and where it is stored in your body. And also you break it up like an overwhelming um, story uh, will be like um, not told in five minutes all at once. Yes. So that the body has the um, opportunity to digest that. Right. And to settle in. And that's actually then really good in the, in the integration work because then we can continue working because people face different challenges after a retreat. Yeah, You know, like how they uh, can integrate and manifest everything that they learned in their, in their retreat experience in their life. And so, so I find it really a grateful tool for my work
0: Oh, absolutely. It seems to me that all ayahuasca ceremonies should have someone, you know, experienced in that because Mm -hmm. it makes sense that the ayahuasca really takes you away from your body and that's what you Mm -hmm. want it to have these spiritual experiences and it really distances you from those traumatic experiences so they don't have so much weight or they don't cause, you know, all of that Mm-hmm. hurt and
1: all of that thing but then again to integrate it because you do have to go back to your body <laughs> exactly and that's the that's the goal in the healing you know not that you right. are out there somewhere so some, that's the connection where you, everything should come together again yeah
0: right yeah i think that's another important thing that when you're having this experience these ayahuasca it's it's not as if you're passed out or anything
1: no that's yeah. true yeah right, it's like right. a different state yes you know, but what you said is also really interesting because shamanically it's really good that we clean the body you know we make it like a comfortable space or like a house where then you can come back to again right you know so that's more the that, that is the that is the also one of the goals that mm-hmm. you bring everything together but but yeah so i i think like this um these tools are really helpful to, in combination with the retreats. Absolutely. I know Dr. Harris,
0: she talked about how integration, she was talking about a little bit differently to see someone that was more of like a psychologist, but to be really sure that person had ayahuasca
1: experience. Because if they don't, they can really mess everything up. <laughs> I guess yeah, that that is totally true. And there yeah. are more people, more more psychologists that have that experience. have ayahuasca
0: experience. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and that they are helping them people with integration.
0: Right. And that
1: is true. You know, in my work, like I am not a psychologist, so I would not uh, treat uh, people that need a psychologist. So I would say you better. Uh, you recommend. But usually, uh, my my clients are more people that had had an experience with me in the retreat, and then they had not um, been in that state that they needed.
0: Um, yeah. And like you said, it's so personal. She, Dr. Harris also said that she feels, as I know you do, and I do, that the ritual and the song and all of that is just so well it's vital especially in the shipibo tribe yeah. it's shipibo is very the song is mm. as important if not more important than really the drinking of the yes. ayahuasca and um but she said then she's met people who you know they don't use the song they use the song in a different manner and somebody yeah. has an amazing experience
1: <laughs> so you're true. right so it goes back to it being yeah very very personal very personal yeah. and there are many different ways and many with different approaches for sure right right and and also like you said everybody has a different then experience with it i feel yeah. like there's an opportunity then for everybody like to find out which way or which tradition really uh really suits him
0: right, right you know? well, the Shappebo tribe, I know that's what when I went that's the tradition that they used, and it's just it's magical, you know, the yeah, songs yeah. shamans the the support, the help, the energy, just yeah. all of it, yeah, yeah, so are you going to um like keep
1: doing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> good question. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to stop many times. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I will. Now it's part of my life. Right. Um, when I originally started training, uh, it was not my intention. Uh, it was just happening. I had also an experience where I I could kind of support somebody and kind of something opened in me where I really felt, okay, this might be possible for me to learn and then uh, and then it just happened and because I was not a singer at all and for me it was really hard to find my voice but then it it happens and then I felt like oh it feels really good and then I was curious to explore it more and then I really feel okay there is uh, there was a reason why this happened for me this path because I ended up in the jungle for many years and, <laughs> and, and now, yes, it's, it's part of my life. It's kind of then in the, in the, in my, in my personal path in my personal relationship with ayahuasca, I had one experience where I said, I commit, I commit to her. Yes. And, and she is, um, she is part of my life and, and, uh, I feel I am part of her world.
0: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Like everybody who is drinking.
0: Right, who gets yeah. involved. Wow, it's such a opportunity for western civilization to really learn from, you know, from these experiences. Mm-hmm. And it's not woo-woo, it's not No. This has been going on for since ancient times, this drinking, yeah. these master plants, the energy, and now, of course, the scientific community is coming in and yeah. and, and showing that too. But I love it when Dr. Tofer says, "You know, it's it's great if people want to do you know a million double-blind studies and this and that." And he said, "And it will take you know ten years, but really, the the proof is in the pudding, if you will. You know, you yeah. seem to see so many people." And that's
1: actually, yeah, that's actually what always motivated me or us there. Even if it's really hard, like seeing somebody like, oh, wow, uh, change, changing the, the course of their lives and, and and, like really doing the work and, and feeling the benefit of it. Like, that's the thing. That's why we, that's why I do it.
0: Right, right. You
1: know, that's why I do it. This is, it's nothing better than like this open, that's opens my heart when I see that and when I can witness that. So mm-hmm. so that is that is pretty yeah magical.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's amazing with with the purging and all of that that you still want to I know I keep yes. going back. You I still know. want to keep going back.
1: <laughs> but there's also one thing what you said, it's not like to do it's like really um it's not easy.
0: Yes. It's not No, easy. it is and isn't. it's
1: not Romantic and it's not, you know. <laughs> no, it's you know, not. What so many people think sometimes. I, like at least in my tradition, it's like, it's like work. Right. And and it's and I think it's okay that it is like this, and it makes me humble in front of the ayahuasca. A, oh. The for me it's always
0: different. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you're so. I remember after the second day. I was, I was just so vulnerable. I was just a mess. You know, all I did was cry and it was, I just remember anybody would start talking to me. I just start crying. It's like, get me out of here. But then I had a wonderful experience, but that's the beauty of it all is that you're just so vulnerable and you're so, and vulnerability can be a really wonderful thing. You just love people, love you and help you. And, and yeah. vice versa. That's what yeah. that's what
1: I found. Anyway. Yeah. It's what you said, you move through it, yes. right? And you have to see you can move through it and then something else is coming up. Yes. And it needs also everything to settle. And what you said, like the next day or also the days in between the ceremonies are so important. They're so beautiful. Yes. So many things can happen.
0: Right, right. So yeah.
1: after your first
0: few ceremonies when you really realized that you were healing and how was it to go back to the United States or Canada or one of those places that you spend time in Mm -hmm. and just to reintegrate kind of with those old friends and, and the craziness of, you know, our, our world.
1: Yeah. Back in that, back in that time, I didn't go to USA and Canada. It's like now because my brother lives in Canada. So I visit, but i go um, i went home and i didn't really know how to integrate i tried to talk to a few people i uh, said thing and i they looked weird <laughs>
0: yes yes and
1: that's actually then my brother i sent my like my brother went and then i had somebody to talk about right when right. he came back but also he was kind of talking to his friends and they were a little looking like in a different way because they could not relate to that experience and Mm -hmm. and that happened to me too and especially where I come from in that place they this is like something really weird I come from a really traditional region
0: yes
1: and so it was not so easy that times but then I went immediately after that I kind of left everything and went to Peru so with my sister-in-law with 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 um, my brother and Joe and other people there. And we it kind of was kind of the creation of my community. Right. Right. And then you have this like something else that bonds you with these people because they know what you're going through. Like you don't have to explain yourself so much. right? right? right. So and therefore have... I really like that way of healing too, because there's a community that, that creates like in the retreats, people, they connect within each other and between them, between each other. And so that is a huge support system as well for everybody.
0: And thank goodness more and more people are understanding it, experiencing it. I remember someone saying to me kind of words of wisdom, not, not kind of, they were definitely words of wisdom, but be very careful who you share your experience with because people love to Muddy the waters or dilute it, and yes. and especially if you just yes. have gotten back and you're still feeling, or make you start questioning it. And that's that was such great advice for me.
1: It's very important. I didn't have that the first time, right. <laughs> so that is also what we tell people when they go back. Like usually now, for me, it's like what I did. Then over the years, I just dropped it and said, like I work with Amazonian master plants, right. Point, period, and our retreat center in Peru. And when people were interested, they ask you. Yeah. And then they tell you what you want to be about your experience. And then there is a different foundation in the conversation than me explaining something that somebody cannot really reach. And that's what you said. It's so true. Yeah. You have. To yeah, it is. It's it's careful. so
0: interesting. You almost know who you can share it with I mean everyone yeah. still thinks I was just on a yoga retreat and that's the way I'll keep it because but, <laughs> but there there's a couple of people that really wanted to know and I felt really safe because I knew they wouldn't Diluted, you know, yeah. and it was so. So that's beautiful. But now I do have a friend that went, and so we love to talk to each other because yes. we know we know exactly what you know the yeah. one another what we're talking about.
1: That's so good.
0: It's always nice to have. Yeah. Well, we need to wrap it up. But are yeah. there any um, words of wisdom you would like to give our listeners before before you go?
1: Um, I just always like to. Um, Inspire or give like for healing, and via advocate for healing, whatever that means, or whatever path somebody wants to encounter. Because I feel it's um, it's so worth it, mm-hmm. and and it's so um, essential to have a good life quality. Because that's what, in the end, we all want to have a, to improve our life quality. So, right. I just wanna give some like um inspirational <laughs> <Yeah>. well, you're <laughs> words. an inspiration in
0: yourself in yourself. I mean, look yeah. at you, you just exude happiness and love yeah. it's really. It's really beautiful yeah. and of yeah. course, as you well know, there's very many different modalities of totally is just one
1: yeah to that's it. what i that's what I'm saying, like in general, like and I think it takes some time to find it, right. so I also want to encourage for curiosity, you know and feel okay, what would be the right thing for somebody that really resonates because also everybody uh, resonates with different things and also in the body and 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 you can notice what is really beneficial but just not to give up and to be um open to to try
0: (laughs) right right well thank
1: you so much i really appreciate and if anybody has
0: questions or they're curious about you know you can contact me can can people contact you martina (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a blog uh, it's called um homewithin.org where I also write some articles about my experiences about how my healing experiences and they can also contact me from on that.
0: Great. And on your website is there information about the retreat
1: center? Uh no, but uh but they can contact me and then I I send the email. the I can send the the homepage.
0: Right, well, yeah. you also um, have Modern Spirit podcast, right?
1: Yeah, so that is the Modern Spirit uh, the, the NGO, the group uh, that Joe um, was found, that founded Joe and uh-huh. that also a nice uh, homepage to to, um, to connect.
0: great. Uh,
1: it's modernspirit.org mm-hmm. and, um, and th- there are different podcasts on that Joe is talking to different people about different kind of healing and healing experiences and there's one uh that he did with me and my sister-in-law yes
0: i i listened to that yeah 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 great Mm -hmm.
1: well thank you so much and and have a great
0: evening and stay safe and i'm sure we'll well hopefully we'll meet personally in july i don't think it's going to happen but (laughs) if not it will
1: it will in it the will future. When it's, yeah, when it's <laughs> yeah. supposed
0: to be. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Mala, for having me.
0: Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at Interviews with Please write me a message, tell me what you liked, and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you.